patiently waiting down the line this afternoon is football expert and writer James Renton. James, welcome back to the show. Good afternoon, Matt. Thank you very much for having me on. Yeah, thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, Well, the Champions League, it's really starting to heat up now. We now know uh, two of the semi-finalists in the Champions League moving forward uh, because Milan, they got up over Napoli in the quarterfinals, uh, one all overnight, which meant they won on aggregate 2-1. Yeah, what what did you make of the result? Uh, A disappointing uh, loss, I feel, for Napoli. Yeah, a very disappointing uh, end to their Champions League campaign for Napoli, given uh, the season that they've had thus far. But, yeah, I think over the two legs, um, Milan, they did just enough to get through. Um, but, yeah, back on Napoli, uh, yeah, they've been flying in Serie A, uh, but scoring plenty of goals, the most in the competition, I believe. But, uh, yeah, during these two games, they just seem to struggle to uh, take their chances. I mean, obviously, uh, they missed the penalty uh, they yeah. had that offside goal ruled out. Um, the ball just wasn't really falling for them. They just didn't have that uh, final action well enough in the uh, final third. So Milan, they were, yeah, they defended very well, especially in this game. Uh, they took their chances, which was the most important thing, and uh, it sets up a very intriguing uh, semi-final. Well, what makes them such a threat to, to go on and win this Champions League final? Uh, they've got the semis, obviously, first. But, you know, they are a contender now. They're one of four teams that will be left. Um, what makes them such a threat? I think it's... They've got, they've got a few factors that are in their favour. I think with Milan, they've got, you know, this great belief. You know, this is a massive European club that's been, you know, pretty poor over the last few years, ever since... You know, the the mid-2000s, or well, the early 2000s, rather, where they did win the Champions League and they were this fearsome side and they've sort of been a bit of a laughing stock since then. But now they've got this great belief. They're now in the top four and they've got some really exciting players. I mean, Rafael Leal, that got that assist that led to uh, Olivier Giroud's goal uh, this morning was a, was a fantastic run. And I think they've got a lot of really good players in there. But whether they can go on to win... The Champions League, I'm not too sure, but they've done very well thus far to be in the position to, you know, maybe get into the final. Okay, we also saw Real Madrid cruise through to the semi-finals against Chelsea. They won four nil on aggregate and two nil overnight. Um, what did you make of the result? Yeah, look, with the greatest respect to Chelsea, it wasn't a surprise that uh, it was that comfortable for for Real Madrid. But I thought Chelsea, they looked, you know. They showed a fair bit of energy in the first hour uh, of this game. Uh, they had a few chances, um, but following some tweaks from Carlo Ancelotti and some really poor decisions from a few Chelsea players, uh, it was really easy going for Real Madrid. Uh, that second goal that they got, I mean, it was pretty embarrassing viewing if you're a Chelsea fan. And uh, unfortunately, that word sums up this season for the Blues. Um, it was so clear uh, in this game in particular that they were missing a striker. You know, lots of chances, and it was N'Golo Kante, a defensive midfielder who had their most uh, clear-cut opportunity. So uh, plenty of questions for Frank Lampard, but a massive uh, boost of confidence for, for Real Madrid, who will most likely play Manchester City in the semi-final. They most likely will. Uh, two great games to come overnight. We'll preview those in a moment's time. But, um, James, I did want to take a look at, at Chelsea because, yeah, they're... They're just um, in a real down period at the moment. What's next for them? 
That's a pretty difficult question, in all honesty, because it's it's really difficult to have a clear thought about them because it's such a convoluted mess, especially for their men's team. I mean, Todd Bowley's ownership of the Chelsea Football Club has been nothing short of a disaster and a real expensive mistake. They've made, you know, a whole host of signings um, for players that have, you know, come in on very good wages, but. Chelsea paid a lot of money to bring a lot of these guys in. Uh, they're also on ridiculously long contracts, uh, and they've essentially screwed their squad management. So that you know, even if this new manager comes in for next season, he's got to deal with all these players. So I think, in the short term at least, the the, the big uh, dilemma for Frank Lampard, but also for Todd Bowley and his team, is to make sure who actually wants to commit to the Chelsea Football Club, who actually wants to give a hundred percent for the fans, because right now. This season is a write-off. Well, it's funny you mentioned uh, that the men's team is, you know, in a real poor position right now. The women's team, not so much. They've made it through to the FA Cup final. um, And, of course, they've been led by Sam Kerr. So what are your thoughts on Chelsea making it through to the FA Cup final in the women's comp? Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, yes, the the women's team has been the shining light for Chelsea this season. They're one point behind Manchester United in the league with a game in hand, and they will play United uh, in the FA Cup final uh, next month. And, you know, on that win against uh, Aston Villa very quickly, um, it was a deserved win. You know, it was great to see that Sam Kerr was amongst the goals as usual. She probably should have had a hat-trick if her finishing was just perhaps that that little bit more clinical. Um, She had two really good chances in the second half, which on another day she would have scored. Um, But I think, yeah, Chelsea, they're looking pretty good under Emma Hayes and they've been looking pretty good for some time uh, and I think they are favourites not only to win uh, the FA Cup but uh, the league as well. Alright, we're speaking to James Renton here on Sports Drive this afternoon. James, let's take a look at the other two Champions League quarterfinal matchups that we have to look forward to uh, from 3am WA time tomorrow. Firstly, it will be Inter uh, facing Benfica. Inter lead uh, this um, this quarterfinal matchup 2-0 as it stands. Uh, what are your thoughts and who wins and why? I think Inter will win. Uh, they've got a very handy 2-0 lead. Uh, they'll be at home, but I think Benfica will make it really difficult for them. I mean, Benfica, they're a very exciting team. Uh, and Inter Milan's form over the last few games has been pretty shaky, to be honest. But I think the fact that they've got that advantage, I think they'll have just enough to make it through to the semi-finals. Yeah, I think so, uh, too. And then Man City up against Bayern Munich, and Man City lead this three nil. Uh, Erling Haaland's just been so dominant uh, this year, and it would take a miracle, wouldn't it, James, for Bayern to uh, to make it through? Of course, and. A lot of people did believe that Bayern Munich would be strong favourites to win the Champions League this season, but I just don't think this will happen. I think, you know, and it pains me to say it as a United fan, but Manchester City, they're the best team in Europe right now. And I think that in tandem with Bayern's shaky form, City having that uh, 3-0 lead already, I think that'll be enough of a buffer for uh, City to uh, potentially add to their lead and then uh, advance to the uh, semi-finals. Do you see them closing in on that top spot in the Premier League now after Arsenal's uh, shaky weekend? Yes, I think it is City's to lose. I think City have that uh, that experience and 
I think they've been managing this really well. You know, they, they knew since day one that the race for the title, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I think the fact that they've been there and done it before and Arsenal are, you know, they're a very young and sort of inexperienced team in that field. I think that, you know, Man City will more or less win their game in hand and then also beat Arsenal at the Etihad to, uh, to win the title again. Okay, so if it goes the way that you say it will, uh, we'll have a semi-final matchup of Real Madrid and Man City, and Inter will face uh, Milan. Now, um, yeah, what are your thoughts on on who makes it through to the Champions League final? I believe it will be AC Milan and Real Madrid. Uh, I think that in that in that potential hypothetical game between Inter Milan and AC Milan, I think that Inter haven't been all that convincing this season. Uh, and if they do make it to the semi-finals, I believe Milan will beat them. Uh, as for for Real Madrid, um, who I believe will be playing yeah Man City in the uh, semi-finals, they are the only team in Europe in my mind that could beat Manchester City. I think that winning the Champions League has been a pretty big mental barrier for for Man City uh, for some time. Uh, and I think that you know the fact that they've they've come so close but missed out over the last few years, I think that mental barrier might just be a bit too much for City to to overcome. So, you know, look, they could make the final, but I think Real Madrid will have just enough you know experience and class to make it through to another Champions League final. Alrighty, uh, James. Before I do let you go, let's just turn our attention to the A League because we only have. A couple of weeks left before finals do begin. Tough blow to the Perth Glory on the weekend. They went down to Sydney FC 4-1, and it probably puts their finals hopes out of reach. So how do you see the Perth Glory right now with two two weeks left in the season? Uh, mixed, to be honest. I think that this season has had you know plenty of ups and downs. Um, you know, we've, we've certainly had a very good run at home, but it's been our away form. I think, you know, the term Jekyll and Hyde would be the best descriptor of this season. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, if you can't win your games away from home, it doesn't matter how good you are at home, uh, you're not going to compete uh, for the finals. So I think there's a fair bit of food for thought for Ruben Zadkovic uh, in terms of how they're going to approach next season because, you know, while they have had some very good moments, I think, unfortunately... Uh, they've failed to uh, reach their target of making the top six. And uh, look, I'm pretty sure that the players are going to want to make this season end with uh, some hope for next season. And uh, look, they've got a really big game against Adelaide United uh, at HBF Park on Sunday. And I also believe they will be looking to uh, make some sort of testimony for uh, Liam Reddy, who will be, um, you know, formally farewelled in front of the uh, in front of the HBF crowd. So hopefully. You know, the players can look to atone from uh, last week's really poor performance and uh, put in a good one against a really good Adelaide United side. Hopefully so. James, a pleasure as always. Thank you very much for your time. Good to be with you, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. There he goes. James Renton, football expert and writer. Always a pleasure chatting.